0: If you're joining us online, we want to give you a very warm welcome from all of us here at Connect Church. And if you're ever in our area, we would love you to join one of our services. And if the sermons have blessed you in any way, no matter where you are in the world, do write and let us know. Church, can we welcome those who are joining us online? Tap your neighbor and say, I like this preacher. He's quite good. Grab your seat. It's not too bad. Hallelujah. You know, I was watching a TV show recently. I you know, recorded on the whatever it is, the little box thing there you can record. And I was recording a TV show, and the TV show that I was actually watching came to an end. And as you know, if you're doing that type of recording, it always records a few minutes afterwards. And on came the next show, the next show that was uh, uh, on after the one. I can't even remember what the one is that I was watching, but the, the next show... Uh, came on, and I thought as I looked up to see what it was, because I knew it was going to just go off in the next few minutes. I saw it was. It looked like a cop show. It looked like a some sort of police show. It was based in some you know, PD office or something, and police department office. And uh, after about 30 seconds, oh, I realised what show it was because the main character of the show came in. And then I realized the show is actually named after that uh, character. And the, the show's name was called Lucifer. Lucifer. And I don't know if any of you watch it. I don't know if you've any seen it. I hadn't seen it before. I haven't actually watched any of those shows. But in those couple of minutes while the thing was running out, I got a gist of what the show was trying to communicate, a gist of what it was trying to say. Now, if you 're new to church or you 're new to the bible i i, I, I don 't think this will be a surprise to you. I think most people would have known this, but the name Lucifer is the name that the, actually is a biblical name it comes from from the Bible and it is actually a name used for to describe or characterize the devil or Satan as we we know it it shouldn 't be a surprise to Many of us, and can I just say here, as as believers, and I, I want to talk about that today. My sermon is entitled uh, uh, "Lucifer." We shouldn't be afraid to talk about the devil. The Bible does. Can I hear an amen? The Bible amen. speaks of it. We shouldn't be afraid. But as I was watching this, I just felt my heart drawn, and and uh, it was almost like God was saying, "I want you to address something about what you've seen in those in those one or two minutes of that of that program." And I want to do that today. I, I researched the program to find out what it was about. You know, I googled it and uh, just thought, well, what is this? Is this actually talking about? Are they using Lucifer as the devil? or well, what is the, the background behind this um, program? And this is what is written about the program itself by the, uh, I guess, the, the producers of the program. It says, this series focuses on Lucifer Morningstar. That's his name. And for those of you who don't know, Lucifer in the Hebrew actually means morning star. That's what it what it means? Do you know? Also, and someone told me between the services, Lucifer is a name you cannot name your child in New Zealand. You're not allowed to do it. It's a banned name. You cannot you cannot name your child Lucifer in New Zealand for obvious reasons. The series focuses on Lucifer Morningstar, the devil, who is bored and unhappy as the Lord. So you know people who think they're going to go. He's bored. He's bored. He says, no, "I want out of there." He's bored and unhappy as the Lord of Hell. And he resigns his throne and abandons the kingdom for Los Angeles. Why not? Lots of people want to go to Los Angeles. It says Lucifer then runs a nightclub in Los Angeles called Lux with the assistance of his demonic ally named Mazikin. Lucifer becomes involved with the LAPD. As you do, everyone, I guess, goes to Los Angeles, gets involved. He got involved with the, uh, with the police department right there. When he begins to assist Detective Chloe Decker in crime cases, he becomes fascinated with Decker when she appears to be immune to his powers. Now, in those few moments, as I I watched it, there was really no surprise to me that the gist of the series or what the the impression the series was trying to give about Lucifer, what the impression that the, the producers of the series were trying to Uh, give about this character, Lucifer Morningstar, or in other words, the devil. The message they wanted you to get or take from it is simply this. The devil ain't too bad. The devil's not too bad. He's not that evil. And and in fact, I I would even go as far as to say uh, they would even be saying the devil, he cares. He cares. I mean, he's part of the police department. What does the police department do? They protect and serve. They just go out, they'll look after you. You get in trouble, call the cops. You get in trouble, they'll look, they'll look after you. He cares. They're trying to send this impression across that this is what Lucifer is about. He even cares. In fact, the series on the program on the day I was watching it, here's what it said in the titles. Lucifer travels to hell to find a cure. It's not a good place to find a cure. I, tell you, I want to tell you something. You'll never find a cure by following him. You'll never find a cure by seeking after him. People do. People do. But I want to tell you, you will never find a cure. There's not a place of cure, only death and destruction. You will never find a cure. He travels to hell to find a cure, to save his love interest, he's in love, from a poison. I guess she had taken and again, again, what's the message there? The devil cares. He cares. He's not that bad. He cares. Devil's got a heart. He's got a heart. Don't don't treat him so rough. He's got a... He's got a heart. And so sort of the perception they're trying to give, uh, uh, give a across, or they want you to get with the devil, So don't think he's that bad. He, he, he's maybe a little bit cheeky, but fun. If you play around with him, he's cheeky, but he's, but, 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 but he's fun. Don't worry about it. He's fun. He's a fun, uh, fun guy. They, they, they give the impression that just by the look of the guy, let's face it, they didn't choose an ugly actor. They didn't choose someone who looks you know, If you pardon the pun, he's quite hot. Yeah. Uh, is that some of you got the others are go, like, oh, I don't get it, I don't get it. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah right, <laughs> good. thank you, Grace. And you're the youth pastor, you should know that straight away. <sighs> She's so heavenly minded. But it's, uh, I want to say, the position they get, a little bit cheeky but funny. He's, he, he's, he's, he's kind of sexy, you know, he's kind of sexy, real good looking, wears the right clothes, has the right... Uh, look, he's he's sexy. He's kind of styly. and 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 uh, for sure, it was obvious because of the love interest that were there, and they were looking into each other's eyes uh, that they were trying to send the message: he's kind of good in the sack, you know. And again, that's what I want to say. That's one of the devil's messages uh, uh, that's out there. Just fool around. Don't worry about what God says all that purity stuff. Just fool around, play around a little bit, get a little bit dirty, get 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 a little. Just play around with a little bit. It won't it won't affect you. I want to tell you, it does. I'll tell you it will. You can't mess around. But they want to give you the picture. He's kind of sexy, kind of style. He's he's good in the sack, you know. He's just he he he's a, you devil you, you devil you. Ooh. And you know, there's that country music song from many years ago. Because how many love country music here? I know everybody. Thank you very much. Kiss an angel, good morning, and love her like the devil when you get back home. Mm. That's the impression that they're trying to give. How many know that song? Don't admit it. Okay that's the impression that at the time he's kind of good he's kind of sexy he's kind of he's kind of naughty and nice all at the same time that's the picture they're trying to trying to portray and the funny thing is i mean it's not f- too far from the way many people understand the devil to be anyway that's how people think about the devil he ain't that bad you know we we we, we see him and and and, and, and you know, maybe it's a little little guy red on the shoulder with a pitchfork, and, and, and he's just a rah, and or whatever, whatever it is. We we have these pictures, and they're, they're, the picture they're trying to portray that he's he's kind of okay. He's kind of okay. Now you might be here today, but I just want to. Well, obviously you are here today. <laughs> you might be here today. Well, yes, you are. You are here. Thank you for coming. But today, I just want to remind us, don't be fooled by Lucifer Morningstar. Don't be fooled by Lucifer Morningstar. You might be here today, and maybe you're new to church. You go, well, I don't know if I believe in the devil. And the devil says, here's an old disco song from way back as Casey and the Sunshine Band Join me, if you know it. That's the way, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. The devil's just fine with that. He doesn't mind if you... But how many of you remember that song? I want to admit it. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I see that hand. I see that hand. <laughs> you know. That's just the way the devil likes it. He doesn't care whether you believe in him or not. Doesn't matter to, to his plan, to his cause. It doesn't, doesn't matter. But I want to tell you today some things that the Bible actually says about Lucifer Morningstar. Some things the Bible actually teaches. And I'm only going to give three... This morning, I want to give you, it's rather quiet in here. I know it's a scary. Ooh, don't, don't be worried. You have authority. Can I just say you have it? Come on, come on. Don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. <laughs> you don't have to say it like that, but don't get nervous. I'm just nervous. Um, but i want to tell you three things that the Bible says about the devil. Number one, he's a schemer. Number one, he's a schemer. Tap your name and say, he's a schemer. Turn to the person on the other side your second choice and say, he'll even scheme you, even you, even you. Mm -mm. The devil is a schemer. He's got schemes. You think God has a plan for your life? I want to tell you, the devil has one too. Drop the mic. (laughs) 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 You've got to understand, the devil's after you. The Bible says the devil is a schemer. 2 Corinthians 2 verse 11 says, Do not be unaware, do not be unaware of his schemes. Paul warns us, the Apostle Paul, he says, be, oh, be, be aware of what's going on. Don't, no, don't hide your head in the sand. Don't just think, oh, no, everything, you know, going to be all right. You've got to understand we have an enemy who have schemes. Our struggle, the Bible says, is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. You, you, you've got to understand your wrestle is not against that person you don't like. It's not against that person that you don't get on with. It's not about that person who really annoys you at school. Our struggle, our battle, our war, I, I want to tell you, a lot of it takes place here. Can I hear a good amen on that? And a lot of it takes place here. We have an enemy that's at work in our, uh, our lives. Don't muck around. He has schemes, friend. Yeah. When I was on the dole many, many years ago, 20 years, we used to have work schemes. I want to tell you, don't join his work scheme. I want to tell you, he'll mess you up. He'll mess you up. And yes, I was on the doll many years ago. Why? Because my life was a mess. Because I had listened to his schemes. Because I had done it. And I was I was so messed up. I was lost. But thank you, Jesus. I'm found. Amen. Hallelujah. That's a good place to say praise God. <laughs> thank God the preacher's saved. Somebody's going to be saved. Amen. He turned my life. Turned my life around. We've got to be aware that he's a schemer. He's a schemer. He's got schemes. A.W. Pink, the writer, said this. Satan is clever. He's clever. Don't think he's dumb. Don't think he's dumb. Don't think he's like, oh, what? No, 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 no. He's clever. Oh, what am I going to do? No, he's sharp. Satan is clever. He knows exactly what bait to use for every place in which he fishes. Has he been fishing in your location recently? I like that, Tom. Tom's like, reel it in, pastor. Reel it in. Come on. Satan is clever. He knows exactly what bait to use for every place in which he fishes. He's a schemer. The second thing I want to tell you about the devil is he's a liar. He's a liar, and that's the truth. <laughs> there you go. The devil's a liar. You, you, you. Have you met people who are compulsive liars? Have you ever met people who are compulsive? you Nick. No, don't answer that question. Have you ever met people who are compulsive liars? They will not tell the truth. One of the things I got to do, uh, <laughs> thank you for that, big, amen. But I, I was I was with Callan, who's who's a p- policeman, of course. And one of the things I used to do was go out with him from time to time, not not as a chaplain, just I wanted to mess with the bad boys. Come on, and and, and so I'm going with him, and, and and sometimes we'd end up arresting people. It was awkward when you arrested people from church, but never mind, move on. But the, the <laughs> <laughs> come out of him, you know, it's just oh, but, so. But when we, were, when we, were, we we'd do that, we arrest people and, and, and you'd say, look, uh, uh, it appears to us that you've committed this crime over here. The window's broken. The letterbox is smashed. The rubbish bin's on fire. The, the, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is wrong. Have you done this? No. <laughs> no, I haven't done this. It looks like your, your fingerprints appear to be on the, uh, no, <laughs> no way. How you say? <laughs> Never done it. Compulsive liars. Compulsive liars. You know they've done it. They're, 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 they're a liar. Well, I want to tell you, the devil's a liar. Yeah. Devil, are you really after me? No. Nope. <laughs> are you really trying to wreck my life? No. Nope. <laughs> are you trying to help me? Yep. <laughs> Tap your neighbor and say, the devil, a liar. Devil. Oh, come on, say it like a black man now. The devil, a liar. Yeah, amen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, He's a liar. He's a liar. I'm gonna, I want to say I'm preaching a lot better in this service than I did in the last service. Go, that was a liar. Jesus said this in John chapter 8, verse 44. It says, He was a murderer from the beginning. I just want to say, He's never been a good guy. He's never been a good guy. He's a murderer from the beginning. I, I don't know about you, but I haven't met any nice murderers. He's a murderer from the beginning. Listen, not holding to the truth. And here's why he can't hold to the truth. For there is no truth. Everybody say no truth. truth. Not even just a little bit. Not even just a little bit. No, no, there is no truth. And no in the Greek means no. No truth. No truth in him. There's nothing in him that is truthful. There is no truth in him. When he lies, and I love this. When he lies, he speaks his native language. He speaks his native tongue. When he, when, he, when he talks, he speaks his native language. That's how he talks. He, he speaks lies. He's talking lies all the time. For he is a liar. And not only is he a liar, he's the source of all lies. He's the, he's the uh, not tomato sauce, he's the source. He's the father of all lies. He's the seed in which all lies come from. He is the father of lies. And that's why you can't listen to his propaganda. Because he's a propaganda propagator. Ooh. He will propagate his propaganda. <laughs> propaganda. Where, 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 wherever he can. That's why you got to be careful what voices you listen to. That's why you got to be careful. you got to watch out for what speaks to you. Nobody likes you in church. What? Who said that? You're a loser. <laughs> Come on, how many have heard that? Yeah. yeah, you may as well give up. People don't like you there. You're funny. <laughs> Not funny. How hard they think you're funny? Weird. <laughs> Come on, some of you. <laughs> some of you are going. I heard that this morning. Come on, it's just a, the devil's a liar. What does he want to do? He wants to isolate you. Wants to break you off. Come on, I'm preaching good. He wants to. He wants to mess with you. But he's a liar. Tap your neighbor and say, he's a liar. a liar. Tap neighbor on the other side and say, he's been lying to you. Lying. Stop listening to his propaganda. Propaganda and, and, and wars, they drop propaganda. You've got to understand, we're in a war. Yeah, that's right. We're in a war. War for your heart, war for your mind, war for your spirit, war for your soul. He's an enemy. And, and he doesn't follow Jesus' command. To love your enemies, he doesn't. Fight. He, he he wants to miss you. He wants to ruin you. See, I, if he's got you to, uh, to your place, and that's why when I watch those series again, what are the signals? Hollywood's a powerful thing. What are the signals they're trying to say? Well, he's just—he's not that bad. He works for the cops. Some you go, okay, well that too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, depending on your past and what you've gone through, <laughs> you like that one now. Wipe that off the uh, tape, (laughs) please. Everything you do and say will be... No, no. (laughs) If you you think he's misunderstood, if you... Not Al, but if you think the (laughs) devil... (laughs) If you think the devil is just this misunderstood... Can't work out, doesn't know anything. If you think he's just this misunderstood, uh, deep down he's a good guy. My friend, I want to say he's got you. Yeah. He's got you. I, I, and I just want to make it clear today he's just a plain old fib telling liar. The devil is a liar. Let's say it one more time. The devil is a liar. And he has only one aim. One aim, and one aim only, and that is number three the devil wants to destroy you. He just wants to destroy you. J.J. Packer, the great Bible teacher, said this. The devil has no constructive purpose. The devil has no constructive purpose of his own. His tactics are simply to thwart God and destroy men. Oh, I'm going to read that one more time. It's so good. The devil has no constructive purpose of his own. His tactics are simply thwart God and destroy men. The devil is not sitting there singing Michael Jackson songs going, Heal the world, make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. Come on, give it up. Thank you, thank you. The devil's not thinking that. He does not care about you. He does not care about your life. He doesn't care about your hopes. He doesn't care about your dreams. He doesn't care about your thoughts. He doesn't care about your life. The devil has one purpose, one purpose, one purpose, only to destroy you. No constructive purpose. Nothing he is doing is wanting to build your life. In John chapter 10, verse 10, here's what Jesus said in... Jesus speaks the truth. In fact, he is the truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. In John 10.10, 10, he says this. this is how Jesus tells us who the devil is. He says, the thief comes only. Everybody say only. only. Wait one more time. Only. only. This is the only reason he comes. Only. The only reason. Only. There's no other reason. This is the only reason. The thief comes only to steal and to kill. You know the word kill in the Greek that's used there is the word theo. And it means to blow smoke. Now, it doesn't mean he's coming around with a cigar going, <laughs> but what he wants to do is put a smoke screen over your eyes so you can't see him. So, man, man, you ever tried to drive in heavy fog? you ever tried to drive in a place you can't see? I watch some of those YouTube videos because I'm a fireman or whatever. I watch those the, uh, uh, you know, cars. They're in, in smoke. All he wants to do is to put a smoke screen in you so you crash into what's coming up. Yeah. Good preaching, Adam. Thank you very much. He just wants to put a smoke screen in front of you so he can kill you. So he can mess you. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Then Jesus says, Why well, he has come. Here's the good news I have come that they may have life. Yeah. Friend, I want to tell you, sometimes the devil lies. He says, You come follow me. Eve, just eat from this tree and That's a good voice, isn't it? Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of you are saying, Come out. How about it? Just eat from this tree. Like if you eat from it, you know, somehow your life's going to be better. Come on, just eat. Take a bite. We all know what happened to Snow White. Mm-hmm. Well, he'll mess with you too, I want to tell you. Just as you mess with Eve, friends, I want to tell you. He'll send you a message saying, If you partake in, Worry about God. What does he know about having a good time? Come over here. The first service didn't get any of this. I want to tell you. this is all free. It's all free today. Free for you. Because I love you. He'll mess with you. The thief comes only to steal. Steal what? Steal your joy, steal your hope, steal your life, steal your future, steal your innocence, rob you of your faith. That's what the devil wants to do. The devil wants to destroy. Destroy what? The devil wants to destroy your destiny, divert your dreams, distract you from God's direction. I'll say it one more time. The devil wants to destroy your destiny, divert your dreams, and distract you from God's direction. He wants nothing more than to keep you depressed, oppressed, and distressed just wants to mess you up. The devil's not sitting there going, how can I make them happy? No. By the way, neither is God. God doesn't sit there, our soul, old man, and I just, God, please make me happy. Now, he said, come that you might have life. Why? That we can serve him. Because remember, we're not God. He is. God, what do you want me to do? Help the poor. Feed the orphan. Look after those who are suffering and struggling and battling. That's what God wants us to do. It's not about, oh, me, me, me. That's about him, him, him. In Ephesians 4.27, that's why it says, when you realize that what the devil wants to do, it says this, do not give the devil a foothold. Don't give the devil a foothold. Don't give him... Don't give him a foothold. In the King James version, it says, "Neither give place to the devil." Same scripture. Don't give a place. Don't give him a foothold. Don't give the devil a place. What place does he have? Does he have a place in your heart? Does he have a place in your area? Oh, don't come over here, devil. But you can have this place. You can just be over here in this part of my life. But don't touch. Don't don't don't. I'll give this part. But do, do. Bible says, don't give him any place. That's right. Don't give him a foothold. Don't give him any any place. In fact, the Greek. Word there that's used is the the word topos. Everybody say topos. So we get the word topography. A a surveyor told me that in the last service. In between this, where we get the word uh, topography. And it it actually means this, a spot, a position. When a surveyor does, he spots out positions. He looks for places. And the the Bible is saying here, don't, don't give the devil a spot. Oh, you just wait over there. You know, you're annoying me. Wait over there, but you give him a spot. Don't give him a spot. Tap your neighbour. Say, don't give him a spot. Don't give him a spot. Don't give him a, a position. Don't, don't, don't. Another meaning for the word topos is license. Don't give him a license. Don't give him a license to speak into your life. Don't give him any room. Don't give him a spot. Don't give him a position. Don't get, certainly don't give him a position of authority to speak into your life. Like he can just talk whenever you're going through stuff because some of you are listening more to the lies of the devil than you are to the truth of God. You're listening more to what the devil's saying than what God is saying. It's like you've given him position to speak into your life. Like okay, you can tell me no, you're no good. You should quit. Nobody likes you here. You're a loser. Come on. Yeah. We've given them a position to speak into our life. I want to say, the Bible says don't give them any position. Yeah. Don't give them a spot. Don't give them a room. Don't give them a license. And if you have given them a license, detract his license right now. Say so you have failed. You're permanently barred. I'm not giving you any license yeah. into my life. I'm not going to give you any say. I'm not, going to give you, I'm not going to allow you to speak. I'm not going to allow you to talk. In my life, I'm not even going to allow you a spot. I'm going to position you in a place where you can say whatever you say, so I'm not listening. So the thing, when you, when you hear his voice, I'm not listening, not listening, not listening. When well, he tries to speak, because he will, even after the service, maybe even now while I'm even speaking, he's there going, oh, yeah. No, they really don't like you there. You shouldn't come to church. You shouldn't come. What is that? That's what he does. Like the old saying, if you remind you of your past, you remind him of his future. Come on, That's amen, right. he just, That's he's right. in trouble. Yeah. Don't give him a spot, don't give him a position, don't give him a license, don't give him room. You, you know, <laughs> the sayings I've quoted them over the years, you give the devil an inch and he'll be your ruler. That's right. I'll let that sink in a little bit, yeah. yeah. Give the devil a foothold and he'll soon be your stronghold. We can't give any place to him. Let me make it clear if you are unaware, that sort of rhymes. The Lucifer Morningstar, the devil, don't care about you. He ain't good. He ain't sexy. He ain't styly. The devil does not wear Prada. He ain't naughty or nice. The Bible says he is a murderous, scheming, lying, thief he is evil personified and is never to be glorified I love what Thomas Brooke said and I've quoted this before but it's such a powerful quote he says "This Satan promises the best He's a, remember he's a liar he promises the best always oh go on do it Satan promises the best but pays with the worst promises honor and pays with disgrace he promises pleasure oh how many people he promises pleasure and pays with pain he promises profit and pays with loss he promises life and pays with death oh how true this is lucifer's a liar he's a liar what is the origin of lucifer you want to know I'll say that again. Do you want to know what is the origin of Lucifer? Yes. We'll come back next week for part Lucifer part two and I'll we'll talk about it a little more. But he's a liar. As we close today, here's the good news. Here's the good news. In Acts chapter 10 verse 38 it tells us about the power of Jesus. In Acts chapter 10 verse 38 it says Jesus of Nazareth With the Holy Spirit and power, went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil. Through the power of Jesus, all who were under the power of the devil, that power was able to be broken. That power was able to be destroyed. That chain was able to be broken. Friend, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what maybe oppresses you or possesses you. But I know and in, in the stories of Jesus, we have to face the reality that there was a demonic realm. We have to face the reality that there was a spiritual realm that we don't talk about a lot. But I've seen people's lives in bondage to the demonic. I've seen people's lives enslaved. Even my life. When I gave my life to Christ. But the good news is today, the Bible says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. God is for you. And if God is for you, who can can be against you? So friend, understand this. If there be oppression, possession in your life. Understand we have a God who can break that right now in the name of Jesus. If you're carrying stuff and you go, this ain't me. This ain't me. It's like this thing's in me. This thing's in me. He can break the power of that right now in Jesus' name. Why don't we stand up wherever we are? And maybe there are demonic strongholds. Come not just start praying as we do this. Maybe there's demonic strongholds in your situation in your life that you need broken. Maybe stuff. It's like, man, I I just know that something's not right there. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over every demonic power, over every demonic thing that would seek to rise up and hinder God's people. I thank you that that same power that Jesus gave He spoke of all power and authority. The Bible says He gave to us, His disciples. He gave to you all power, all authority. That same, that, that same ability to cast out, that same ability to declare freedom in the name of Jesus. And so over every demonic thing, that would be hindering people over every spirit, over everything that would hinder our lives. Maybe even family curses, stuff that's gone in our family, generation after generation. I want to break the power of that right now. I declare freedom. I declare grace. I declare deliverance. I declare freedom. I declare grace. I declare deliverance over every demonic thing in the name of Jesus. The devil doesn't shout. He whispers. Whispers. He doesn't leap on us. He creeps on us. I break the power of that right now on people's lives. Or he's creeped up. Wrecked up. Messed up. Families. Messed up relationships. Messed up. Messed up stuff that, that was good. For some of you, you've been, you've been reaching out and trying to eat that tree. That, 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 eat that fruit from that tree. Don't eat the tree. It's not, none of the the fruit's not good. The tree's not good. Because that we believe the lie of the devil that if you just eat it, come on, just eat it. It's not that bad. Come on, come on. But I'll tell you, when it is the seed of death. So I break the power right now. Come on, join me in prayer. Come on. I break the power of every demonic spirit, of everything, every curse that people have spoken over our lives, over our families. And I pray freedom and deliverance over lives here today. In the name of Jesus. In the power of that name. We pray. Now every head bowed and every eye closed in this auditorium. Stay standing. If you're here today and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, if you're here today and you've never got right with God, in fact, as I'm speaking, you know you're not right with God. You know. You know. Maybe you used to go to church. Maybe you backslid or whatever. You just feel far away from God. But you're here in this moment and you know you've allowed the devil to speak too much into your life. You know know today, man, I need to get my, my life right with God moment, I'm going to give you an opportunity. I'm going to pray a prayer. And that prayer is one that just says, Lord, come into my heart, come into my life. Just be the king of my life. If you're here today and say, Pastor, I want to pray that prayer. In a moment, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that. In a moment, I'm going to give you an opportunity to include you in that prayer that says, God, I need to get right with you. And there might be some here who go, I'm not quite good enough yet. I'm not. I, I need to... I need to sort myself out. Listen, my friend, you can never sort yourself out. That's why we need God. The gospel, the glorious news of the gospel is not about how bad you are, but about how good God is. He died that you didn't have to. He paid the price so you didn't have to. But what we have to do is receive that which he has made available to us. Would you receive it today? You're here today and you say, yes, I will. I need to get right with him today. That's you. I want you to put your hand up wherever you are. Just nice and high. Nice and high so I can see. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? You know, you need to get right with God here today. Don't, don't mess around. Don't mess around. You know, you need to get right with God. Anyone else here today? Don't leave this place without getting right with God. You know, you need to get right with God. Thank you down the back. there. Anyone else? Anyone else? You know, you need to get right with God. Thank you, sweetheart. Anyone else? Anyone else, nice and high, so I can see. You. Thank you. All right, slip those hands down. Oh, I just feel one more. I think there's one more person. I don't know who you are, but I just felt my friend just not to stop there, mate. Maybe you didn't put your hand up. You know, you should be putting your hand up, but you didn't. Anybody, Is that person here. Come on, just thanks. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Let's pray together this prayer. Lord Jesus, I come to you today a sinner in need of a Savior. Would you cleanse me of my sin? Wash me. Make me whole. Thank you for being my Savior. And now I ask you to be my Lord, the King of my life from this day forward. This I ask in Jesus' name if you've prayed that prayer for the first time today as you go out of here we have a, a gift the pastors will be holding up you can grab one of those it has a bible in it tells you a little bit how you can connect with the church I encourage you to grab one of those one of the best things you can do is keep coming to church but don't just you come invite your friends tell everyone of this good news the devil will instruct us not to God would say go into all the world and preach let the world know what God has done the church and we put our hands together for all those who said yes to today.